to the Fit Fun Macro Mom Podcast. If you are a super busy mom with fitness and nutrition goals but struggle to see results and are trying to be the best mama you can while taking care of your family, then you are in the right place. In this podcast, I'm going to dive into macro tracking, how to create food freedom, how to repair and increase your metabolism, along with lots of tips and tricks to help you get results and sustain them for life so you never have to diet again. If you are ready to live life with more confidence, joy, better health, and more energy while crushing some amazing physique goals along the way, then you are in the right spot. I am Jessie Vandenberg, certified personal trainer, macronutrition coach, wife, and mama of two who has taken her full-time training business from the gym setting to a multiple six-figure business virtually, sharing absolutely everything I know from my heart in hopes to impact not only your life, but your children's lives. I am a firm believer that our children do what we do, not what we say, and it is our job to lead from the front. So mama, if you are ready to take control of your fitness, your nutrition, your schedule, and truly gain more confidence and balance, then grab your water bottle and or your cup of coffee, pull up your chair, and let's dive in. Hey, you guys. Happy, happy Friday. All right. Today, we are talking about how to be successful at fat loss. So I talk so much about diet phasing. I talk about calorie deficit, which is the fat loss phase. But so many people forget to add calories back in after that fat loss phase. And that is the big hiccup to long-term sustainable weight loss. Because if you don't go into what I refer to as reverse dieting, which is slowly adding calories back in, you guys, your metabolism will adapt to those lower level of calories that you are eating at in order to lose weight. Now, what happens from there, if you don't add calories back in and start reversing and your metabolism adapts, the only way to have fat loss, again, is to deficit down from where you're already eating. And if you are at a calorie deficit and you stay there and say it's 13 or 1400 calories and you decide, gosh, I still have 10 more pounds to lose, and then deficit down again from there, you're eating 900 to 1,000 calories. Some of you might would might be eating less than that. And, and that is such a low point that you're going to start having other side effects in your body, in your energy, in your focus, your clarity, your sleep, your digestion, your hormones. I mean, the list goes on. The biofeedback is a real thing. And that is really dependent on feeding your body enough. So I want to talk to you guys about how to be successful at fat loss, because it's not just about preparing your metabolism for fat loss, right? I talk about that too. Um, but it is so important to really instill habits. When you instill habits that are going to help you create success for the long term, it might not show up as as this big success, right? It might not be these big wins that are just like astronomical of, oh my goodness, I just dropped 20 pounds in one month, right? That's not realistic. I'm looking to teach you guys how to realistically lose the weight by adding in habits that you can sustain 
that aren't like completely altering your life, but that will make your life better and that you can implement in. So the first thing you guys is just to kind of pre-plan a little bit and pre-log your food. So to make your numbers fit, make sure that you're ensuring you're eating enough. That is the, the biggest thing is after you get your fat loss is to make sure that you start slowly adding calories back in each week to build up to what I would call a maintenance level of calories. Now, it really helps to pre-log your food in your, for me, I use my fitness pal. That's what I always recommend, but you can use whatever food tracking app that you love. Um, but adding calories back in is so important to build your metabolism back up and refeed it back up to that maintenance level. And you'll notice when you do that, how good you feel. And if you do it slowly, your body has time to adapt and adjust and utilize those calories as energy. And you will feel absolutely amazing. Pretty soon what happens, I hear from my clients is like, oh my goodness, Jess, here I was sitting at say 1600 calories for calorie deficit. Now I'm eating 2200 calories. I didn't gain any weight in that reverse process. And I've never eaten so much food, but I've never felt so good before in my life. I can't believe I'm sustaining my weight loss while eating this much food. That is very common for me to hear when working with clients. And I absolutely love it. Puts the biggest smile on my face because it just goes to show that you don't have to starve your body in order to get the results that you desire. You guys, I am 5'4", maybe 5'4 and a quarter on a good day. 135 to 138 pounds right in there, maybe 140, depending on the day, right? We all fluctuate. But I have built my metabolism up to a place where I eat around 2,500 calories a day in a maintenance level. Now, when I put in my height and my weight and my age, I just turned 40 this year. If I followed what the calorie trackers have me at, it would be at like 1,200, 1,300 calories. I will tell you right now, I would be the crabbiest person and nobody would want to be around me. I would be so moody and so hangry and so irritable, like I'd probably eat my foot, right? It just doesn't work for me. And that is why it's so important to go through that assessment process because everybody's metabolism is so different. Those calculators, those food apps don't know my metabolism. That's why you have to really take in consideration not only your height, your wage, your, your wage, your height, your weight, your age, your activity level, your exercise, but also your past eating history. Okay. Those things make up your metabolism. That is such a huge portion of your metabolism. So really in order to have successful fat loss, it's not just preparing your metabolism for calorie deficit, but it's refeeding it. And it's still pre-logging your food and pre-planning just a little bit. I don't do a whole lot of meal planning. I mean, I pick out three or four dinners for my family for the week. I will prep some hard boiled eggs, maybe some tuna fish, some, you know, tuna salad, chicken salad, um, one or the other. I might cook up some ground turkey or ground beef. Don't flavor it. Put it in a bag in the fridge. And I just have some easy grab and goes for my protein. Um, and then I know what I'm making for three or four of the dinners for the week. Then we have leftovers. And then we have nights where I'm just throwing stuff together because why not? Right. The next thing you guys is really 
in order to sustain your results is to really start eating better, right? I mean, you guys, I eat nachos, I eat pizza, I eat fruity candy. I love fruity candy. That's like my little sweet treat. Um, I eat chips and salsa. I eat all the things. There's nothing that I will shy away from when it comes to nutrition. I'm all about teaching you no restrictions. However, I want you to pay attention to how food makes you feel. Now, for me, I love food, right? I love a good nacho. However, I don't love the way I feel after. So that is like a, a treat for me every once in a while. But sometimes the treat, I can't justify it because I don't want to feel that way. I don't like the way I feel afterwards. So I really have to be in the mood, right? So it's really about balancing that out, eating nutrient-dense foods that keep you satiated, that keep you full, that fuel your body well and help you overall become healthier from the inside out. Really, you guys, keeping that focus on eating protein with every meal is something that will really help you as well. That's the first thing that I really work with clients on is not only feeding your body enough, but really focusing on getting enough protein in. Shooting for, you know, 25, 30 grams of protein in each meal, maybe, you know, 15 to 25 grams for a snack. Uh, really just making sure that you're getting in enough protein for the day. And what happens is you're not just mindlessly snacking then throughout the day. You feel good. You feel satiated. Your body is full. You have that clarity and that focus. You're getting in the calories. You're getting in the protein. You're getting in what your body needs. And so you're not, you find yourself not mindlessly eating so much. The next thing is don't intentionally undershoot your macros, which equate to calories, right? That is not going to serve you. You are in a calorie deficit for up to 16 weeks for that fat loss. In order to sustain that, you have to refeed and go into that reverse dieting to refeed your metabolism to build up to that maintenance level of calories. And when you're at that maintenance level of calories, sometimes people can see that scale fluctuate a couple pounds and it can mess with them. But slashing your calories down and intentionally dropping them to try to get that number to change just for that next day is not going to help your metabolism. Your body will fluctuate a few pounds. You guys, my body will fluctuate sometimes up to five pounds, depending on my sodium intake, my bowel movements, my water intake, my workouts, my activity level. There is so much to take into consideration. So don't purposely undershoot your calories to try to get the scale to say what you want it to say. Then make sure the next thing you guys is that you track everything to the best of your ability. Now, I don't always, when I'm intuitively eating, which is being in the maintenance level, but no longer tracking, because yes, you don't have to track the rest of your life, right? That's a beautiful thing. You start learning what things look like, how you feel when you're eating enough, how much, you know, 25 grams of protein looks like based on different items, right? You start understanding so you can go right into like intuitive eating from maintenance. But it is so important to make sure that you are tracking to the best of your ability because tracking something is better than tracking nothing. Now, what I mean by that is if you're going out to pizza with the family, 
and you don't have the exact brand of pizza in your food tracker, do the best you can and get an idea of what that looks like because then you can see. I'm a big advocate that if we can enjoy what we're doing and enjoy what we're eating, but pay attention to the way we're feeling, and then we turn and we log everything and we see what that looks like, we can evaluate of, gosh, you know, was it worth it? Does it feel good? Yeah, it was amazing. It tasted fantastic. But maybe instead of three pieces next time, I'm going to have two because I'd actually have hit my macros, you know, right on track. But I went over this time. It's it's all of the things. It's in taking the food. It's enjoying the food, enjoying the company, but also seeing visually what that looks like and seeing what you can do to make tweaks and changes while still participating and still enjoying the pizza, right? Um, the next thing is your hydration. Water, water, water is really going to help you for long-term success at sustaining your weight loss. Water balance will fluctuate in your body. And if you're dehydrated, your body is going to retain the fluid that you have been drinking because it doesn't know how much it's going to get. It's just like food. If you are one of those people, I know I used to be, um, where I don't eat breakfast or used to not be, this is not how I am anymore, but I used to not eat breakfast. I would go until like two o'clock and I'd be so hungry. It didn't matter what I ate. I just ate a bunch and I wasn't like fantastic on my water at the time. And what happens is your hydration and your food intake are very similar in this way. If your body is not even throwing hunger signals out at you, it's past the point of being hungry. It's no longer going to throw those signals at you because it already knows your patterns. Same with water. You are going to miss the different signs your body is giving you that it's dehydrated. But what happens in both of those cases is your body is going to hold on what you do feed it or what you do, you know, give it as far as water goes. It's going to hold on to those things until it starts getting enough consistently. And when it starts getting enough consistently, that's when the scale will level out. That's when your water balance will level out. That's where you're not going to have all the inflammation and water retention because you're feeding your body enough water consistently, you're staying hydrated. Same with food. If you're consistently feeding your body enough each and every day and you're consistent with that, your body's not going to go into starvation mode. Your body is super, super smart. And at the end of the day, makes the final call, right? So those are easy ways for you guys to sustain your fat loss. Um, just make sure you're consistent with it. Make sure that you prioritize eating enough eating protein, staying hydrated, and then still staying consistent with your movement and your activity. The next thing, you guys, that a lot of people don't pay attention to and I think kind of undermine a little bit and don't really feel like it could really play that big of a role is our sleep. Our sleep and our stress, okay? Our stress levels and our sleep take such a huge toll on our body and can cause so much inflammation and flare-ups in different ways in our digestive system and just in our body in general, right? We can't see what's going on from the inside 
We only see what's happening on the outside. And what's happening on the outside usually is the byproduct of something that has been going on on the inside for a while. So prioritizing sleep, you know, getting to bed early, especially if you're waking up early, trying to shoot for seven hours or more of sleep is so important to get your body functioning properly. As far as stress levels, moving your body, journaling, doing meditation or prayer time in the morning is super important. Um, Really reflecting on your day and what you have control over. And, you know, for me, when when I'm stressed out, making a to-do list and writing down things that I need to get done and really focusing on accomplishing those things are really helpful for me because then at the end of the day, I feel really help or I feel really accomplished, but I realize that things are out of my control, right? I can only show up to do what I know I'm capable of. And there's so much that is out of my control. God has such a bigger plan for us. And so in the morning, I spend so much time in you know, listening to a podcast or reading from the Bible or um, doing, reading in a book, you know, personal development book, really getting my mindset right, spending time in prayer and in gratitude um, and just really, you know, kind of keeping quiet first thing in the morning to do a lot of reflection and really realizing and taking ownership of what I'm allowing to stress me out and what I have control over and what I don't. And all I can do and what I know to do is to pray on that and to leave the rest to God, right? To take action and not sit back thinking that he's going to take care of everything, but yet he gives me the tools and a good mindset and a healthy body to take action with that I have control to take action on stuff, but there are some things that are just out of my control right? So really making sure that you are trying to de-stress the best you can, but really understanding what you have control over and what you don't and letting that go. Um, The next thing is just moving your body. Movement matters. Exercise is fantastic. You guys know I could exercise ton blue in the face. As a personal trainer, I love working out, right? However, movement trumps that. Moving your body throughout the day is so much more important than just getting in a good, hard 30-minute workout. I'd rather see you get in eight to 10,000 plus steps a day, moving your body around, than sitting sedentary all day long and getting in a good 30-minute workout. Do the best you can, right? Some of us don't have that ability, but others could just be a little more mindful in those areas to really just be conscious of that. And the last thing, you guys, in order to sustain it is don't do anything drastic. Be consistent, stay patient, trust the process, work on understanding and learning the process and really just keep putting one foot in front of the other because you guys, when you do, the fat loss sustains. You you stay at that weight, you get stronger, you get healthier, you get better mentally and physically and you can conquer anything. And the confidence that comes from that is unshakable. So those are just some quick tips to sustain your fat loss. But the most important, you guys, is get out of the calorie deficit. Do not stay in that. Start adding calories back in and refeed, reverse diet, build up to that maintenance, and have fun in that maintenance area. Have fun with food. 
enjoy food and just work on getting better, making better food choices, hydrating your body, moving your body more, getting good sleep, finding ways to de-stress and live life well, right? I always say that, live life well. We were created and put on this earth for a reason, right? We all are wickedly capable of amazing things. And when we feel good, we tap more into that and we have so much more to offer everybody around us. So I hope that this podcast added value to you guys. I hope that, you know, you got some aha moments so you can walk away and implement things. But otherwise, you guys, I hope you have a fantastic weekend. It is Labor Day weekend. Happy Labor Day weekend. Stay safe, have fun, and I will see you back on Tuesday. Take care. Hey there, real quick before you guys head out, if you've enjoyed this episode, be sure you head on over to Apple iTunes and click subscribe to be notified of upcoming episodes released. If this podcast has been of value to you in some way, please take your time and leave a written review as well. I seriously would be so grateful. You guys, I'm so excited every single time I hear from you guys and see that this show has truly impacted you in some way. The next thing that you can do that is tons of fun is take a screenshot of this episode and or of the review you leave and share it over on your Instagram stories and tag me at Body by Jess, B-O-D-Y-B-Y-J-E-S-S. Again, you guys, thank you so much for being here. I'm so incredibly grateful for you and the opportunity to truly add as much value as I possibly can to you and your family's lives. Until next time, you guys.